Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this podcast, a first podcast of the Performance Journeys group, um, the same group that has been providing you Disney at Play and Disney at Work. Recently, I had a sort of epiphany about my podcast and what I wanted to offer. Um, I had a great opportunity on the Disney Cruise Line a week or two ago to really just take a seat back and think, okay, where am I? Where are we going? What has happened? It's been a great reflection period. And it's also been a terrific um, chance to think about what the future might look like and how I might uh, might do things a little differently. You know, I, I've provided plenty on matters regarding the magic and fun at Disney. We've talked about all the crazy announcements out of D23 recently. We've talked about the issues around Bob Chapek. We've talked about um, so many uh, different uh, fun aspects of the Disney experience. They're at the heart of Disney at play. I also offer unique podcasts that focus on best in business ideas from Disney that can be applied back to your organization. It's called Disney at Work. And we look at issues around leadership and around employee engagement and customer service and teamwork. I love all of those podcasts and I've enjoyed doing them and we are going to do all that and more. It's just that I also felt like I wanted to provide those who listen to this podcast something perhaps even more unique, something more inspiring that can be a catalyst for becoming the best that we can be. To that end, I am introducing a new set of podcasts on this channel around what I refer to as performance journeys. It is uh, taken from a former Magic Kingdom attraction known as the Timekeeper. And it's that attraction that serves as the message for this podcast as well. Defying the impossible and improbable at Disney and beyond. So join us for this Performance Journey podcast. Um, by the way, also know that images and videos and links are provided at both Disney at Play and Disney at Work for this podcast. So check out either. Make sure you subscribe to either because that will give you um, a connection to our uh, podcasts as they come out. So let me talk a little bit about what is Performance Journeys. By way of introduction, Performance Journeys is the name of one of my companies. I have two, one that is a partnership with a former Disney Institute leader um, where we benchmark not just Disney but other organizations and their best practices organizations far and wide in the public private nonprofit arenas I call that world-class benchmarking performance journeys is my own organization it's been around for oh well about uh, almost 18 years and that is largely focused on solutions that I've provided for uh, for nearly 20 of my nearly 40 total years in the business of training and development. And Performance Journeys continues to do that today. But Performance Journeys is more than an organizational title. It's a marriage of two ideas. And along with our timepiece, compass, ensign, I hope to express two 
critical ideas that I believe are essential to success in life. And you're going to want to take a look at this image of the icon for performance journeys because actually it comes from the timekeeper. It was a sort of symbol with that show. But let me tell you what it represents. First, performance. We build on the idea that achievement is important. We should set goals in our life. We should identify opportunities, work on our weaknesses, develop our strengths. The journey should include accomplishment, performance. And that is represented by this first word. In the symbol that I have, it's recognized by the clock. We have to recognize time. We have to acknowledge limited resources. It's about making do with whatever we have before us. It's about doing your very best, whatever that looks like. That is the heart of performance. And it's represented by the right side of this compass. The second word is journey or journeys. The word journey suggests the approach we take toward making performance meaningful. Our strength does not lie in just getting results, but doing it by effectively working with others to accomplish something that really matters. Life has meaning in the work we accomplish. Life has purpose and we should seek to find that purpose. It's not just having a life of accomplishment, but a, rather a life well-lived, a life well-learned. That's reflected in the compass of my organization's logo. Staying true north to what you believe in is a powerful notion. After all, what good is it to arrive, to arrive in some place after exerted effort only to realize you've ended up in the wrong place? So it's as much about the journey as it is about performance, hence performance journeys. It's also why I, if you've listened to my podcast for any period of time and you stay to the end of it, it's why I quote the Alan Menken song from Sinbad's storybook journey at Tokyo Disney Sea. When I end the podcast, I always say, follow the compass of your heart. That's the song from that show or that attraction. And that's the journey we're seeking here, is to follow the compass of our, uh, of our heart as we move forward. To that end, we want to offer posts and podcasts that foster that spirit of per performance journeys. Its inspiration comes from, as I mentioned, the timekeeper and from a symbol of the show that was part of the original cue before it was later changed to Monster's Laugh Floor. One such example about this idea of performance and journey comes from the show itself. Let me share. The Timekeeper was an attraction found in Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. It is comparable to its original European counterpart, Le Visionarium, which was found in Discoveryland at Disneyland Paris. When Disney built the park in Paris, French officials insisted that some aspect of the park be tied to um, European roots. One of the primary ways, in fact, the most original primary way that was done was with Le Visionarium, which, um, which celebrated in uh, Discovery Land, 
those who were um, pioneers and visionaries in terms of the future. In the show, two animatronic characters, the timekeeper, voiced by the brilliant Robin Williams, and Nine-Eye, voiced by Rhea Perlman. If you remember, she was the, um, the, uh, the bartender at Cheers. They were the hosts of this show. But the film was centered around a journey Jules Verne makes into the future, in which he learns the importance of both the probable and the possible. In the film, we see Jules Verne at Le Confluence in Paris, and he's introduced for the first time to H.G. Wells. You'll recall that a key literary contribution Jules Verne had become known for was his work on an 1865 tale of a trip to the moon, not to mention 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which we also love. He suggested in that book, with some sensibility of probability, of a bullet-like ship being shot out of a cannon to the moon. Here, the Baltimore Gun Club, a post-American Civil War society of weapons enthusiasts, prepare an enormous cannon entitled the Columbiad, intended to shoot three men into space. If you go to Disneyland Paris, you'll see that Space Mountain in Discoveryland actually looks like that. It on top of the mountain is a big steampunk-style cannon entitled the Columbiad with the Baltimore Gun Club underneath labeled under it. It's beautiful. It's probably one of the best steampunks uh, attractions Disney has ever built. Coincidentally, the Columbia word itself is the name also of the first American vessel that successfully circumnavigated its way completely. Um, completely around the world. Um, it's celebrated at Disneyland and is another example of accomplishing what might seemingly be impossible. You may also remember Jules Verne in one of the opening scenes at in Horizons at Epcot, where they showcase him floating in a red leather cushioned rocket on his way to the moon along with the dog and chicken on board. The heart of that show was the idea that if you could dream it, you could do it. There are no Disney attractions previous to this involving H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells wrote another popular novel of the time called The Time Machine. This is a science fiction novel suggesting the concept of time travel. Many films have been inspired since uh, from this early 1895 work. At any rate, going back to uh, the timekeeper to the film, the two are introduced at La Conference, and H.G. Wells shows Jules Verne a model of what the time machine might look like. To which Verne box, says Jules Verne, I spent my whole life writing about the possible, and you prefer the impossible. To which H.G. Wells says, impossible? No, sir. This may be improbable, but it is not impossible. Jules Verne then says, have you traveled through time? H.G. Wells says, I, sir, have traveled through time 
as many times as you have traveled between, between the Earth and the Moon. The film then proceeds to have Timekeeper and Nine-Eye take Jules Verne on a journey through the future, which lands him on the front of a bullet train in the depths of the ocean, 20,000 League style, riding on a helicopter and eventually flying into the future. That is beyond our moment in time. It is here he is reunited with H.G. Wells, who has also been transported into the future. Astonished, Wells notes, um, I can't believe what I am seeing. This is impossible. Jules Verne, having now learned, says, uh, Improbable? Hmm. Impossible? No. At which point, Nine-Eye says, Wait, how did you guys get there? And Jules Verne says, In the future, anything's possible. You can see a remastered version of this show, along with the show symbol, which was the inspiration for the icon of my um, of my company and, and of the very podcast we are delivering. That's available on uh, the post on either Disney at Play and Disney at Work. This sentiment, this idea of the, the possible and the probable, well, it comes from Walt Disney himself. He mused that it, well, it's kind of fun to do the impossible. One of the reasons we have come to love Disney is because this message of what is possible, even probable, continues to show up in so many of its films, shows, and attractions. Take, for example, the Broadway version of Mary Poppins. The show added a new finale number, Anything Can Happen. Consider some of these lyrics. Anything can happen if you let it. Sometimes things are difficult, but you can bet it doesn't have to be so. Changes can be made. You can move a mountain if you use a larger spade. Anything can happen if you let it. You won't know a challenge until you've met it. No one does it for you. No one but yourself. Vacillating violets get left upon a shelf. Anything can happen. It's official. You could choose the super or the superficial. Sally forth the way we're steering. Obstacles start disappearing. Go and chase your dreams. You won't regret it. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen if you let it. So, in short, we're going to continue providing the latest and greatest in Disney news and events. We're going to go to the parks worldwide and see all of the amazing wonders that are found therein. We'll also focus on articles around best and business practices at Disney. Ideas that you can apply back to your own organization. But we also want to offer ideas that inspire and motivate you whether at work or in your own personal life. We want to support the performance journeys of all who come to this happy place. I hope in the years to come, we can not only celebrate all things Disney, learn best in business ideas from all things Disney, but be inspired by all things Disney. Learn, enjoy, inspire. That's where we're going next. 
It's not only possible, but it's probable. I hope you will join us. We thank you for visiting and listening to us. We hope you have a spectacular Thanksgiving. We appreciate your patronage and friendship. We are grateful for you at this time of year and want you to know we appreciate you. If you are happy with the things you are hearing and seeing, please come and check us out, particularly at the Wayfinder Society. You'll find a, you'll find a link to this for as little as a dollar a month. This Patreon group not only helps to support this podcast and attending website, but also gives you access to our Disney at Play and Disney at Work guides, interactive guides that are fascinating and will take you into the worlds of Disney in a way you you can't do otherwise. There can be enjoyed at home or while you're in the parks. You don't want to leave for Disney without them. And we're happy to say we have this and so much more ahead of us. So come join us. We are grateful for your involvement. And finally, in the words of Sinbad's Storybook Voyage, well, always, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you real soon.